welcome to the Trinity Reformed Church Podcast. Exhortation by David Francis on October 30th, Lord's Day Service. So the application being, if the kingdom of God is ours, if they, who does it belong to? It belongs to those who are dependent on God in all things. So to push that into the, all the corners of our lives, this morning I wanted to talk about prayer. Uh, do we pray in such a way that shows our dependence on God? Maybe a, a question that we could ask ourselves, if you were to look back over the past two weeks, or maybe just all of October... If you didn't pray, looking back over your month, if you didn't pray at all that in October, would October have looked any different for you? Um, or maybe even another way of looking at it, did you pray in October? Um, your prayer life, or lack thereof, reveals much about what we think about the kingdom of God. So why is there a lack of, uh, why is there a lack of prayerfulness these days? Why is it so difficult sometimes to pray? Well, perhaps... We don't think of God as a, a truly good God who wants to bless his children. Maybe we project how our fathers were towards us on God. And, you know, they, our fathers had character flaws. Maybe God does. But I'm not sure that's satisfactory. We hear that a lot these days. But I don't want to, like, over-psychologize this with modern psychology. Because uh, the Bible's pretty clear about this. Um, so, for instance, when a, when a child wants ice cream or something, maybe... Uh, the parents have promised a child something a few weeks ago. That child doesn't forget, and they continue to ask for it, right? Is now is the time for this? Can I have it now? What about now? Uh, James helps us. He, he, James, the book of James, really brings this home for us when he says, you do not have because you do not ask. You do not ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passion. So this morning, uh, the first thing I want us to see is we do not have because we do not ask. Are, we, are you fearful that God will refuse you? A lot of times as reform types, we let God off the hook. We'll maybe pad our prayers with something. After we make a request, we'll, uh, we'll decide it. We probably should quote what Jesus said in the Garden of Gethsemane when he said, well, not my will, but your will be done. Now, clearly, we, uh, we're not condemning, acknowledging that God's will is much higher than our will. He knows uh, what we don't know. However, are we fearful, though, of just making our request very uh, plainly before the Lord? Or do we not ask? Uh, it, instead, it's you do not have because you do not ask. Uh, or rather, we could say you do not have because you've Googled instead of searching out God first. So uh, to, take, to take James and warp it, what he says, is any of you suffering let him scour the web first to help, help you resolve it. Or maybe just pop a Xanax. Is any of you cheerful? Well, then pick the right filter and post that cheerfulness on Instagram. Is any of you sick? Search WebMD or your crunchy health blogs. And if that doesn't work, maybe head out to an urgent care. And then if any of you have committed sins, maybe just confess it to the Lord and just, or just put it out of your mind. Well, I'm being facetious. That's not what James says. 
his, his instructions uh, couch all of those things in prayer. Here's, how, here's how, what James tells us. Is any of you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing praise. Is, any of you, is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the one who's sick and the Lord will raise him up. And if, any, if he has committed any sins, he'll be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it's working. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours. Yet he prayed fervently that it might not rain. And for three years and six months, it did not rain on the earth. Then he prayed again and heaven gave rain and the earth bore its fruit. So in all of our problems, the situations we find ourselves in, the answer is always turn to the Lord in prayer. Take it to him. Now, God's not a cosmic vending machine where if you put in your quarter, you get your shiny gumball out. That's not the, the picture here. But the expectation is we ask in faith uh, and our lives are bathed in prayer and the Lord will hear us. Um, and if you're unsure of how God would possibly answer this prayer of yours, you're in the right spot. That's what a prayer of faith is. It's acknowledging, I don't see how this is going to work out, Lord. Yet, this is the situation's before me, and it's a nasty situation. I can't figure it out, Lord. Um, that is the prayer of faith. But maybe you're a planner when you pray. You say, well, Lord, here's what I'm asking for, but if you don't answer, I've got contingency plans. There's nothing wrong with thinking through things, obviously. But the prayer of faith understands that the Lord will do as he wishes to do, and he will answer us, and he is a good God, who loves his children. So finally, James gives a little more instruction for us. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for the ones who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. For that person must not suppose that he'll receive anything from the Lord, for he's a double-minded man and stable in all his ways. So earlier we read that the prayers that aren't prayed receive no answer. Seems like common sense. Now we see that the prayers with no faith also receive no answer. So when you pray, do not doubt. Now, uh, this isn't prosperity gospel type talk. If, you, if it sounds scary to you, well, just have enough faith and it'll happen. No, we pray with the expectation that God will answer prayers. And that's not, that's not uh, some prosperity, gospel, uh, fear that we need to be afraid of. This is how God works. This is how he encourages his children to come before him. While you can't manipulate God, you know, I do this, you do that, um, God's word says that he cares for us and he wants to hear us. And there's no quota from which God will look at you at the end of the day and say, whoa, 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 that's enough. You've asked for too much today. You've asked for way too much wisdom, way too much than you need. You're asking for too many people to be made well. You're asking for too many of these big problems to be solved. That doesn't answer us like that. He hears us and he delights in that. So the exhortation today is to pray, to pray, and pray a lot. Pray continually. If you're worried about uh, your, the way you're praying, ask a friend, ask a spouse. They can help you check your passion to see if you're asking rightly. Um, but then ask in faith again. We are dependent children of the Lord delights to answer them.
in his kingdom. For such a kingdom belongs to such as us. Thanks for listening. If you want to find out more, check out our website at trinityreformedkirk.com. That's trinityreformedkirk.com. Oh, yeah.